0: <laughs> Listen, no. Young stay will okay. you went oh, This is so
1: funny to me because this I'm, is not... I'm recording. Listen.
0: Like, have you heard about uh, ASMR?
1: I'm recording.
0: Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. So, guys, there is like a new style on YouTube if you Google like ASMR. Have you heard about this?
1: I've seen those like. The letters, what does it mean? A S M O. Yeah, I don't
0: know what the abbreviation stands for, but the point is, it's like, you have, you they have like this special equipment, like both ears. So like when they do a left and right ear, it's like you have your headphones on, you can like feel someone's like talking specifically directly to your ear.
1: Yeah, you know the song Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen? Yeah. They do that in that song. Really? the It's like, oh, gosh, what's the part? I'm not going to sing it. But they do that, where it switches. If you, like, blast it in your car, like I do every time, it switches when left, they, like, right. yeah, right ear, left ear, right ear, mm-hmm. left ear, every time they go up an octave. Yeah, so with called.
0: ASMR, uh-huh. I remember it still happens. If I go to, like, a barber to get the, her new haircut, mm-hmm. Uh, I have this tendency to kind of to like, not fall you no know, fall asleep but feel kind of sleepy because mm-hmm. it's, it's so relaxing. Yes. That's odd. <laughs> no, it, that's what most people experience. Oh. And so they create like ASMR. If you put your your headphones on, and you have like a fake barber, like you know, doing your mm-hmm. your, your hair so. You feel if you close your eyes, you feel like like I mean, no, I'm gonna fall asleep. It's it, the point is like it relaxes you so much you can fall asleep.
1: That would be terrible. I need that for A
0: S M R. It's on YouTube. Like uh, many creators, they're like millions subscribers.
1: A million.
0: Yeah, wow. That's, more than millions. So. That's almost as close to us. Uh, we are getting there.
1: No, we are not. Listen. Wait, are you
0: really recording or?
1: Yeah. All right, do you want to start the episode? Mm-hmm. You got to be energetic. Last time you started it, stop messing with that. I keep hearing the clicks.
0: Gudge, can you
1: Do you want it? I, yeah, I'll so do the landing the plane.
0: I I want to know how okay. long uh, That's fine. are we talking?
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> All right. Say welcome back. Well,
0: no you, you start.
1: Ay ay ay. You do it. Please.
0: Okay. <laughs> all right i, I forgot this
1: what is that
0: for i'm the trying sick. to start this podcast oh, oh, the of the sick. Oil? i forgot to leave it in my car
1: is that anointing oil yeah
0: i love the sick okay for the sick
1: all right may i start this now yes please welcome back to holy roaster i am Bree.
0: and father we yes keep keep talking no <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep talking Okay, uh, cut. Uh, <laughs> Holy Roaster scene uh, 134 uh, action.
1: Listen, you know how many times I cut things out because I either sound like a dummy or you say something that might... You know be... what?
0: We should just keep keep going. I know. Whatever happens, happens.
1: Yeah, but I have to cut it out because sometimes you say things and I'm like,
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, so to, we are recording this right the day after that sunday mm-hmm. which is a rose yesterday i had two masses here at st louis and i told people like i'm so glad i'm not scheduled today to be <laughs> at Lourdes, because they have
1: Listen, they
0: have a rose chasuble they
1: do and fb looked like a little stud
0: oh well here you know at st I louis love... we just have the purple one yeah and and I, I told you I'm so glad I'm here, you know, because I think, <laughs> don't get offended, but I think it's not for the guys, okay? <laughs> you, If you love it, do it. I don't, and no one will convince me. And so in the evening, I had uh, like a 30-minute speech about the theology of the body by John Paul II oh, yeah. at yeah. With
1: Chipotle served. Chipotle, yeah.
0: And actually, we didn't have enough for everyone. So I, I got I got nothing really, oh
1: boo-hoo.
0: which was still okay. And I told people, there were two girls approached me uh, before the talk. And I told them like, you know, yeah, this is, I know got it Sunday, but I didn't get to wear a, a rose traceple today, mm-hmm. which I'm so glad. Oh, and they're like, no father, this is for the little chain, not for you. And they asked me to, to, do this kind of shout-out, you know, to them. Mm. They know who they are.
1: Shout-out to you ladies.
0: Yep. So they were like, yep, you should do it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I would, but I was at St. Louis, uh-huh. and we don't have the Rose Chaucer Bowl, and mm. I told people we could buy one, technically. They're not really expensive, yes, but not not on my watch. Okay.
1: I suppose. I joked with Riley yesterday after mass and was like... <clears throat> Let's go say hi to Father Told, grab some Chipotle, and leave.
0: <laughs> and you didn't come.
1: No, we didn't. I was tired. I needed to go to bed.
0: I was telling people uh, about our podcast mm-hmm. before my, my speech. And I'm like, and the, one, the you know the co-host, uh, Bree, uh, <gasps> she's not here. Oh, no. Like, people are like, where does <laughs> she want to get Called some autographs? me out. Autographs? I'm like, oh. Uh Well, not this time, but this weekend I was at Costco Uh on Friday on my day of uh, buying some, you know, groceries.
1: Uh Do you Uh, wear your...
0: No, it's on my day of, I usually go go casual, so jeans and, you know, uh, I don't know, sweater, something simple. Uh My Star Wars hat. (laughs) Uh, So it's it's me. Uh, If you, of course, you know, remember my face, probably you will recognize me. But anyway, I... I go to Costco, you know, just with empty cart, and there is nice couple. Uh, they're like, "Are you Father Vito?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Yeah," and you are doing this podcast. Uh huh.
1: They recognize you from the podcast.
0: Yeah, that was weird. No, but they they used to go to Our Lady of Lords, oh. uh, so that's why they recognize me, what the not heck? by my voice. They
1: don't, they don't go to Lords anymore.
0: Yeah, they switched parishes.
1: That's sad
0: mm-hmm
1: well <clears throat> that couple that saw father V told at Costco come back come back home
0: yeah they said that they are listening to him, so good right come now, back probably. home
1: come back to lords you can meet both of us even though you've already met father V told you can come meet me
0: <laughs> yes you can you should
1: <laughs> okay well
0: today is a really I think huge topic <laughs> Why are we laughing?
1: Because we're talking about dating, guys.
0: Which is huge.
1: It is huge, but it's really funny because you're a priest and I am not married. So take it with a grain of salt. Well, we're gonna do our best. And let share me tell our... you something.
0: I used to date. <laughs> I told people a
1: Ten years ago.
0: Yes. Doesn't make my me last an girlfriend. Yeah. Ten years ago, exactly. Ten years ago, 2020. Right before I entered the seminary. Uh, but I know stuff, okay? Stuff that you should know. Mm. People who date. Mm. And now, as a priest, I know how you should date properly. Okay. With your faith.
1: Well, I'm going to learn lots then. Mm. <clears throat> and okay. just share my
0: opinion. And I don't know if we can say that, but you are dating, right? Yeah. Wait, yeah, we what can. What do you mean? I, don't know, maybe I already shouted
1: like... out my boyfriend like oh, yeah, twice so already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you mean, can we say it? I'm so sorry, yes. He might so not like this you are in the business but... right now. I'm in the business.
0: <laughs> so I used to practice, mm-hmm. right? I don't do it anymore. That would be weird. But you do this. Yeah. So I that's do. why I think we are right people.
1: Yeah, we are the right people. You're right. This podcast is going to be great. Okay, but... As you know, I'm very cheesy. I like cheesy jokes. Mm -hmm. They make me laugh more than most Uh things in life. So I want to start (laughs) off this dating episode by saying some like Mm -hmm. Catholic pickup lines. Okay. But we can't laugh. Ooh. Okay. So I need you to look up some and choose your favorites. I have some written down here that I want to say to you. But we can't laugh. That's our goal.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Wait, you can't use that website. That's where I got mine from. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. Okay. Let's pretend. <laughs> no, okay. I I don't we, remember them. So just just. Well, yeah, but let's should. go
1: back and forth. I have like four. So I'll say one.
0: Oh, they have like twenty-seven.
1: I know. I'll say then scroll to the bottom.
0: <laughs> Wait.
1: I'm terrible. I laugh. This is like everything. I'm not
0: supposed to laugh or you or both. Both. Okay.
1: Okay. Are you from the Book of Revelation? No. You're clearly a divine vision.
0: Not funny. Is your name Grace? No. No, because you're amazing. Don't laugh.
1: I'm terrible at not laughing. I bet Noah would have paired us together on the (laughs) Ark. These are so cheesy.
0: They are, but... I think they're really funny. They are funny. Okay, go. Wait, I, I'm looking right now at this website. There was one I really liked. It was about the church. <clears throat> I can't find now, but basically it goes like this: like you know, you approach the girl, like she's in a pew right now, like five minutes, ten minutes before the mass, and Dang you it. can. Mm, I'm not stealing. This I, is not a same
1: I think I have this. So one. this is. I
0: don't know how it goes, but it's like is this pew taken? And then she just, of course, says no, because you mm-hmm. cannot just take a pew. I'm like, okay, can I sit next to you? or Something like this. Oh, okay. So that's not really a pickup line. But okay, it,
1: but here's a pickup line regarding mm-hmm. pews. Okay. So, do you come to
0: this pew often? Yes. <laughs> I mean, no. Now that one's a good
1: one. That okay. one's a good one. Okay, do you have any more? That's
0: what, no, that's true. People usually take the same pews. They do. Every Sunday. Like mm-hmm. you with and your boyfriend, Riley. Mm-hmm. That's what you do, right? Like, you look at the altar, left side, <laughs> like, third pew to the last.
1: What? Do you just search for us during your homily? because no, like, I'm standing Bre-? next to the baptismal
0: font. Oh, that's And I right. see, like, oh, you, and you're talking <laughs> to him and, like, but yeah, now I know. So pe- I see people, you know, where they, usually, same, same spots yeah. every Sunday.
1: Yeah. I know. I moved to the back of the pews for him. I used mm. to always be a front pew.
0: Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. You, you don't like sitting in the back of the church. People no, I actually, love it.
1: I have a newfound love for it. Oh. Probably Like Riley cool kids <laughs> no. you know, in the classroom. No. No, like I like actually...
0: nerds in the in the front. <laughs> you know, sitting and people. It is so weird. People people take notes when I preach. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. like that never happened like in poland oh no
1: okay well i feel like poland needs a little revamp on their faith life
0: probably i would agree
1: all right last one
0: mm-hmm.
1: do you pray the rosary because i'd spend decades with you
0: Ooh, <laughs> love it
1: had her at the first line listen girls if a guy <laughs>
0: comes to you with pickup line like this Date him, you know. Date like him, say yes. He knows stuff. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> true. Okay. Okay, let's talk about
1: dating. datings. As a Catholic, right?
0: As a Catholic, yes, because you can date <clears throat> anyone.
1: You can date anyone, but, and if you are not Catholic and you're listening, please keep listening because, I don't know, it might help you. But I personally will be speaking on dating as a Catholic.
0: Same. Okay. (laughs) So let's talk about the 10 commandments of Catholic dating. Why should,
1: why, what's the purpose of people dating?
0: Well, the purpose of dating is to finally get married. (laughs)
1: Finally? (laughs) Okay. Because sometimes it takes like forever. Yeah.
0: But that's, that's the goal. Yeah.
1: Yeah the and yeah so dating the goal is to get married the goal of marriage right is for the two of you to get each other to heaven mm-hmm. <laughs> like the hand
0: movements yeah yeah that's true
1: so yeah i wanted to start with that like the goal of marriage is for you and your spouse to try to get each other to heaven
0: and the goal of dating is to find out if your boyfriend, your boyfriend girlfriend is the one
1: the one i hate that you hate that Ugh, i hate the one the one i hate that
0: so what would you say
1: i would say your future spouse okay (laughs) let's stick
0: with future spouse
1: let's go into actually dating actually i have some things to talk about before you start dating and i feel like you do too i think before you start dating from my personal experience um have a relationship with god be steady and firm and strong in your faith so that no one can break it.
0: Agree, cause no, seriously, the <laughs> relationship with God is the, the significant one, the most important one. Like like it's Absolutely. like a fundamental one. You cannot then even build a good relationship with even your parents, siblings, friends mm-hmm. and future spouse if you don't have a good one with God. Yeah. So no, that that's that's the key. Correct. That's I the think key. So.
1: Yeah, so have that before you start dating. Um, I think know what you are looking for in a spouse. Like, does he have a relationship with God? Remember, you're like, you, when you're dating, you're choosing someone that will get you to heaven. So if he does not have a good relationship with God, how can you expect him to get you to heaven?
0: Wow, (laughs) so proud of you. This is actually true. No, because then you would have the same goal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. And then, if you have the same goal, dating would be great, and doesn't really mean that you will end up getting married, because maybe you will break up. Like, okay, guys, you know, it doesn't work for us. Like, Mm -hmm. we we know each other well, and we see now uh, that's not gonna work for the rest of our lives. It's that's healthy. That's what happens when when you guy goes to the seminary. He wants to become a priest, so he's in a process of discernment. Yeah. And then, you know, he can make a decision or his supervisors. be are like, okay, that, that that's not going to work for you. Same with dating. Uh, take some time. Yeah. But first, God.
1: First, God. And then two, get to know, like, who you are as a person, your relationship with God, but also, like, who do you want? Who are you? What are you looking for in your future spouse?
0: Yeah, this uh, he, she's listening probably to, the, to this episode. This one is airing on the 28th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in 2 days she's getting married mm. on the 30th. Grecia. Grecia that's her name. She is the secretary at Crazy the King in Denver. Aww. I used to work there. And she's just a week older than me and she always made fun of me like, you know, I'm older than you <laughs> I'm like just 7 days. So <laughs> she's getting Grecia. Grecia, congrats. Grecia. Yes. Oh Grecia goodness. in Spanish means Greece, you know, the country in Europe. Oh, cool. But Grecia. So Uh, she's getting married. I remember when we were talking about, uh, you know, dating uh, many, many times of Curse the King. Uh, She told me that she had some kind of conditions for uh, like her future husband. Mm -hmm. So one of them, like he needs to speak Spanish (laughs) because she speaks Spanish Uh and uh, he needs to be really devout Catholic. Mm. But Catholic first and then fluent in Spanish. Yeah. And in two days, uh, she's getting married to Saul. And he has both. So Yay. <laughs> uh-huh. can happen. It uh, can and I'm happen. going I'm going to their wedding, so that's so exciting. Yeah, it's so exciting, yep. Yeah?
1: Awesome. All right. And then pray for your future husband. Always. Or wife. Sorry.
0: <laughs> or wife, yes.
1: Sorry, I am a female, so for your I'm... spouse. Yes, there we go. Pray for your future spouse.
0: Pray to Saint Joseph. He is actually oh. the patron saint of like looking for a spouse. Oh, wow. I, I know in know Poland, in my home diocese, this is of, uh, diocese of Kalisz. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the sanctuary, the national sanctuary of St. Joseph. Mm-hmm. And once a month, we have the, the mass for people who are single mm-hmm. and who are looking for a future spouse. Oh, and cool. so uh, he's a priest, um, Father Paul. Uh, he's from the same parish uh, in Poland. And he's kind of like a diocesan chaplain for this, for this movement, for this, uh, you know, uh, mass. And he already married a few couples.
1: Mm. Yep. That's pretty cool, actually.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, St. Joseph, he's a huge one about dating.
1: Yeah. Okay, I want to say one more thing and then we can kind of get into as you're dating. But this is still, like, regarding before you start dating. I think everyone needs to know the difference between lust and love. So, for me, when I was very serious about dating um, and finding my future husband.
0: Wait. What? You said I was. Like, I was really serious?
1: When I was getting serious.
0: Ah, getting. Okay.
1: I think I said getting. I hope I said getting.
0: I understood what you said, like, uh, when I was serious, so I'm not right now. Oh, no, I very much am. (laughs) That's good.
1: I'm in the process and very much intentional. (laughs) But I recommend this book so much now. I'm pretty sure all three of you priests recommended it to me on all separate occasions, like all three very different occasions. So now that I've read it and it's like, Open my eyes completely. I recommend reading Dr. Ed Tree's book. It's men, women, and the mystery of love. Um, I started again, I started reading this book when I started dating again and it just did profound things for me. I truly feel like I am able to love my boyfriend like purely and selflessly. Of course I will mess up and it won't ever be perfect because we're not in heaven, but it, it was, like, such an eye-opener and such a good start, and I'm so happy I read it right as we started dating because I, like, truly feel that I can love him selflessly or at least strive for it.
0: <clears throat> wow. This is a good book uh, so cool. based on uh, John Paul II, Love and Responsibility. I tried to read this book in Polish, back in Poland, like, more than 10 years ago. Oh, wow. I gave up after a few <laughs> pages. JP2 is so difficult. Mm-hmm. his theology he, he flies so high
1: yeah it's very dense and
0: so that's why you can find many, many books uh, explaining what he means yeah and a uh, treat does really great job with it and An so incredible job and with a lot of examples so that's why it's not just like you know dry theology yeah
1: so he it's, references mm-hmm. love and responsibility by JP2 in yeah. that book.
0: Yeah, and he talks even about, you know, about, you know his own uh, marriage. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's a really good book, too. Not when you're married, but if you're dating or if you're still single, there's even a chapter, you know, how to be single and what you can do now Yeah. to get ready for dating. And yeah. even when you date, what to do, and when you're engaged, what to do, and when you're married, what, the different stages.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. Seriously, I recommend it so much. All right, now we can go on to, like, actually dating. I feel like the rest is pretty simple.
0: It's what like do you
1: mean? I don't know. Like I have simple. a few things listed out. <clears throat> but I personally think it's good to have those hard conversations early on. And by hard conversations, I mean like the very important ones, dating as a Catholic. Sex before marriage. Exclusive. Like who, are you dating other people? Am I dating other people? Your boundaries. Um, acceptance of your faith and who you are as a person and where you see god in that relationship i think those can be hard conversations but i think it's so good to have them early
0: yeah we i when i was dating 10 years ago (laughs) more than 10 years ago i was this i was you know catholic uh, going to the church every sunday And basically, when you are Catholic, and that's what even I told people yesterday when I was teaching about the theology of the body of John Paul II. You know, for those of us who are Catholic, or, you know, I've been like, I've been Catholic all my life. Mm -hmm. So you know the basic rules, like, Mm -hmm. of course, no sex before marriage, you know, uh, have some boundaries and and stuff. But that's like a bright side, like of the Force, you know, that's Star Wars. But there's like a dark side, like, just, you know, the boundaries, but you want to, like, break the rules
1: wait what do you mean
0: the dark side the dark side of dating like sex before marriage
1: oh like like if the
0: world tells you it's totally fine
1: oh yeah and
0: you you know like on a catholic level like i shouldn't Mm -hmm. but like everyone does it like my friends are bragging about this and you know and so Mm -hmm. on you want to do this and uh, that can happen so i remember uh, more than 10 years ago when i started dating seriously for the very first time this girl and she was Catholic. Uh, we actually sat down and we set up some boundaries, mm-hmm. rules that mm-hmm. you know you cannot break. And one of them, there is no sex. Yeah. And I was like, deep within me, I feel that's that's right, but uh, I don't know. That's hard. But <laughs> but I said, okay, no, because I'm serious, you know, yeah. let's let's date seriously. So we've been dating almost two years and it never happened. Good. there were some temptations and, and stuff you know of sometimes course. We, of course we went too far but the point is we never broke this rule mm-hmm. and so now when I tell people in a confessional like on outside it's possible even that's what I told people yesterday it's possible you know I made some mistakes uh, as well but when you then you are serious about dating with a specific person set up some rules you can stick to it if make you know mistakes happen you go to confession mm-hmm. but you, you keep going yeah it's possible
1: oh, absolutely
0: talking about experience my experience mm-hmm. i seriously i did just one girl like with this kind of approach catholic mm-hmm. one there are a few like before but it was just kind of unhealthy the way the world tells you to do it and so mm-hmm. mm, now from the you know perspective i see i was i was bad uh, but yeah i had just one and if you r- really do it properly it helps with probably maybe the next one, the next one, you know. So finally, you you, you learn, you learn. Mm-hmm. So that's what, you know, what each one of us should do. But yeah, let's talk about, I think like the Ten Commandments.
1: The Ten Commandments of Catholic dating. Yeah.
0: So like, it doesn't mean you have to do it, because okay, we are not like God here to tell you you must or you shall not, you know, whatever. No, these are touch fun. Touch her hand, you these know, are like fun no suggestions. Yeah. So something that probably should help you. The first one on my list. Uh,
1: I have s- some of my own too, so I want to compare.
0: Okay, so it's not exactly ten, but the point is, the rules. What might help you? Yeah. Maybe. Okay, let's start with yours. Okay, so okay, I have. Okay,
1: but how many do you have? Ten. Ten. I couldn't think of. T- okay, so maybe we have two?
0: the we, maybe we have the same.
1: Okay. That's uh, true. My so, first one is have your own re- have your own healthy relationship with Jesus.
0: Yes, but we yeah. talked about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's dating. First commandment of Catholic dating. <laughs> yes.
0: Thank you. What's okay. yours? Uh, that's... <laughs> Always say thank you.
1: Oh, dive into that. I actually love that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> really? Yes. I mean, my, the nada. Mine's
1: no. better, but it's fine. Thank you's good. Jesus is better.
0: <laughs> no. I'm gonna be honest with you guys, that's not what I think to be yeah uh, I found it online. It's a Catholic dating site mm-hmm. website um, and it's written by a woman
1: uh-huh.
0: which is, which means that's a different angle but yeah. she says always say thank you and it's about not really dating already someone like being committed like if you go on a date like first time. yeah and you didn't feel maybe yeah oh, was that was great. <laughs> Still say she says, uh, regardless of whether there was a love connection, I think men feel affirmed when they see a woman appreciates uh, being taken out on a date.
1: No, I think I love that. So
0: always say thank you. I love that. I do think it makes a difference. That's what she say, what she says, and I would agree with it.
1: I would too. I'm terrible at saying thank you. I'm really good at saying please, but really bad at saying thank you. So Riley. Thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: what, what's your second?
1: My second one is know what you want in a future spouse. I kind of went mm-hmm. all over these.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you said like your boyfriend mm-hmm. in your case should be Catholic. Yes. Okay. We. Yeah. We. I think we didn't say that at the beginning. But like Catholics should date Catholics.
1: Oh yes, actually yes. If you are serious I'm,
0: about your faith you should date someone who is Catholic.
1: Absolutely. A practicing of course, Catholic.
0: Doesn't mean like they're like good Christian, you know, women and men or even, you know, Muslim or Buddhist or Hindu. Yeah. But no, if you are serious about your faith, marriage in <clears throat> the future yeah. is about yeah, helping each other to get to heaven. So if you have the same religion, which means you are both Catholics,
1: it's going to be way easier. Easier. Yeah.
0: And I can tell you, because I meet with engaged couples for marriage prep, and you have, they're called mixed uh, couples. Mm-hmm. So one one party is Catholic, second is not. So it's he or she is Christian, or even non-Christian. Uh, this question always comes up, like, okay, what about kids in the future? Mm-hmm. Will you baptize them? And the church says, you must. Mm-hmm. If, let's say, you are Catholic and he is Hindu. And he, sa- he says like, no, we are not gonna baptize our kids. The church won't give you the marriage, like won't give you yeah, the sacrament. Yeah. You won't be married in the church. You can do it still civilly, but I discourage you to do it. Um, no, it's, it's it's huge. So if you are serious about your faith and you are Catholic, date someone who is Catholic.
1: Yeah, um, I will never not date a Catholic man. Ever again.
0: Ever again. So you have an experience of dating someone who was not Christian? Uh, yes. Or Christian, but not Catholic? Correct. But you were a nun? You said you really are like a nun because you were baptized a year ago?
1: Yeah. What about it?
0: You were baptized a year I ago. I was, yes. So before you were oh, yes. nothing. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no religion. No,
1: I, mean, I had no religion. Okay. And I definitely dated um, people who were Catholic, but maybe not practicing. Um, and then when I had my uh, huge conversion, I just, I feel like God woke me up. And yeah, I will never, I just stand very strong in that that saying, Catholics should be dating Catholics. Mm-hmm. Because it is so, so, so different. And s- it's so tough if you are not on the same page and don't have the same goals or views. And it's just so much easier when you have God at the... Pure like true center of your relationship. It's so much better.
0: Yeah, Neil. You know, even if we talk about, I know Sunday. As Catholic, you must go to the church because that's one one of, of the precepts of the church. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you know, if, I don't. If there is like a serious reason not to go to, that's okay. But if you don't go because you're, of, I don't know, laziness or, yeah, you want to spend time with your boyfriend and he is not Catholic, so he doesn't understand that. Uh, which is fine but then you skip the church and doesn't help you t- with your first commandment which is relationship with god mm-hmm. and so that's so that not good yeah. Catholics. <laughs> okay that was your second
1: um no. i said no what you want in a future spouse and then you went off on that tangent which i'm glad you did because i can't believe we haven't said that <laughs> i don't yep. think you've said your number two
0: but what do you mean like oh what do i
1: mean when i say Know what you want in your future spouse, yes. Like, like, I know that I want someone like this is just me, in my opinion. I want someone who's has a good relationship with God, who will bring me closer to heaven, who wants to raise our family as a devout Catholic family, um, and who will accept me for exactly who I am. Okay, there's not much to it.
0: No, that's fine. Sometimes people just say, like, yeah, he needs to love something, like no, cycling, hiking, oh, no, all this kind of stuff.
1: No, I mean, he needs to love me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. God first. Go- and well, then you- does. <laughs> that goes without saying. He no, needs but, like, to love God first that's p- and then love me. Okay. What's my second? Your second?
1: What's your second one?
0: She says, never ghost.
1: Oh, gosh. It's basically,
0: thing. okay, when you go, like, on a date. Mm-hmm. never ghost would mm-hmm. you agree
1: I mean I have very she says it's
0: not the right way to treat someone it's not basically it's as a human disrespectful. being yeah that's why
1: so but with that as a like if a female gets ghosted you better drop it he is not worth the time because if he disrespects you enough to just like leave you hanging like that peace out girl scout (laughs) oh yeah and same with guys if a chick ghosts you for no and does not give you an explanation whatsoever peace out girl scout i think it's so disrespectful
0: okay with the connection to this one she says be honest yet kind
1: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah you tell me absolutely i agree with that
0: Letting him or, or her know you do not want to continue spending time together. So be honest.
1: Yes. No, I very much.
0: There's like, oh, he's still like me, but mm, I don't know. like, mm. And you start dating someone else at the same time. Oh, oh absolutely That's not. not okay.
1: No, it's not okay. But also like if if you know, if you're in the process of dating and everything's going well, you just know that he is not your future spouse, end it. End it. Save mm-hmm. you time. Save him time. Save heartbreak. Just
0: end it. Yeah, it's going to be painful.
1: Yeah, it's going to suck.
0: But, (laughs) you know, I don't know how much uh, time it takes, but, you know, people say, you know, time heals wounds. It does. So that's totally fine. Uh, Yeah, be honest yet kind. Let me just one more, then we'll switch to you. Mm -hmm. Do not be overly attached to an outcome. She says, we attach easily and quickly to an outcome of where a relationship with a man is heading. Enjoy getting to know someone, take your time. You do not have to be in a rush in mm. a rush. Even if this person is not the right fit or match, there are plenty of men or women out there in the world. Have fun, uh, be yourself and lean back uh, into your own life as you date or begin a serious relationship. There is a trouble like if you start dating uh, someone, but yeah, you start looking at him or her like, "Oh, that's my like future husband wife.
1: Mm. Is that wrong to do?
0: I would say yes. Why? Why?
1: Like, aren't you? S- yeah, I'm confused with that because aren't you searching for your future husband or wife? Yes. So when you start seeing them as your future husband or wife, how is that wrong if you're dating them for that reason?
0: Because you know, talking about what I just read, she says, and I would, I would, I would say the same thing. We easily and quickly just attach to someone. Hmm. Okay. Specifically, like the f- I know like first week or two mm-hmm. when you just start date, start dating someone, this person is like, no, he or she is perfect. Oh. Like you don't see any faults in.
1: <laughs> wrong.
0: Yeah, that's, that's not good. That's why give yourself time oh. just, you know, to, to start seeing that. Because I always tell people here oh, at Lutz, if you date someone and you have never like fought, like, you know, there was no, no argument, mm-hmm. that's wrong. That's a red flag you should like argue Mm -hmm. not like all the time that that's another red flag but like I don't know like just in a healthy way it's needed you know if if your girlfriend or boyfriend just always agrees with you that's that's a red flag Yeah. yeah okay what's yours wait what's my what oh like commandment
1: um, I would think I was on three, be in a place where you can love that person as a whole for who they are faults. Actually, this goes right off of what we were just saying. So, uh, be in a place where you can love that person as a whole for who they are, which is like their faults and annoyances and all like you shouldn't change that person. You, you should accept them for exactly who they are.
0: Mm hmm.
1: That's mine. Um, we're good be vulnerable when dating and what I mean by that is I put a little sign and I said hold back on intimacy but don't hold back on who you are or like your thoughts or feelings like be open and honest about how you're feeling
0: you know what it's so perfect it goes so well with that theology of the body like John Paul II that's what he says what he just said
1: wow what have you read it (laughs) no
0: wow so you're a really good Catholic. <laughs> no, that's what St. John Paul II says. What? Yeah, like 40 years ago he said so.
1: Dang, I
0: feel personal like intimacy, a genius. Personal intimacy, <laughs> personal intimacy, okay, not mm-hmm. not physical. Yes. Is the key. Yeah. that's And he takes the story of Adam and Eve in the garden. Mm-hmm. And so when mm-hmm. God creates Adam and then Eve, mm-hmm. Adam says like, at last she's the bone from my bones. Mm. And they were naked yeah. and they were not ashamed. Yes. After the sin, you know, they finally realized okay, we are naked. naked, so they covered themselves, uh-huh. and then God comes in. It's like, who told you that yeah. you were naked? So, oh, did you, you know, eat? And so Adam starts blaming Eve, Eve starts blaming, you know, the serpent. Mm-hmm. John Paul II says that in this very moment when they realized they're naked, that was the moment when we kind of lost this vision to be vulnerable like 100 percent with everyone
1: mm. oh my gosh
0: yeah and so our it's about on a spiritual level we are naked
1: yeah yeah
0: so it's not about well, physical should be. yeah and so being naked means you know like that's you that's you yeah. And you are not afraid. There is no fear right. of is who showing who you are.
1: Yeah, this is who I am. Accept me So not. that's
0: why Adam and Eve covered them because they were afraid of God. That's what Adam actually tells God. I was afraid of you. And we are afraid of each other now on a spiritual level. So w- we hide what we can, you know. We wear this kind of spiritual mask. So, but John Paul II says, okay, we do this. Uh-huh. But original nakedness mm-hmm. was, was... Spiritual was, nakedness. Yeah. Was this one
1: open honest yeah exactly so if you, you want
0: to build a relationship with someone it's, that's that's what needs to happen first
1: wow it sounds like my commandments are so much better than yours <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. i seriously that's I mean, what i said yesterday to the people i have never read that i said i said ask them okay guys do we have any volunteer to come here and just take off like clothes and stand in front of <laughs> us anyone i'm like no <laughs> father i'm like yeah i won't do it so i would be weird right yes but see the point is like on a spiritual level that's the same thing happens we cannot open ourselves Uh, to others it takes time
1: that was a risky analogy but
0: well people were laughing (laughs) so they got the message okay what's next
1: all right so commandment five i put talk 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 communication is
0: key yes yes And here is my uh, two cents. Um, When we meet for engaged couples Mm -hmm. for marriage prep, like the first meeting with the priest, uh, we tell them we need to do this focus inventory. It's Mm -hmm. like 200 questions. I mean, not questions, like statements. You have to agree, disagree, or like, I don't know. But the thing is, sometimes... That's what they tell me. It's like the very first time they talk about some topics.
1: Wait, explain. So the focus inventory is for what? It's for engaged couples. Yes. Both of them have to take it separately, Yeah. not together. They can't discuss it. And what's the purpose of it?
0: The purpose is to talk about stuff Uh, before you get married. Yes. To get this person better, you know?
1: Get to know this person better.
0: True. And so that's why when they do the inventory then finally meet with the married couple you know one of our the parishioners mm-hmm. uh, from our parish couples and who have been married for 20 like plus 20 plus years, plus years yeah, yeah like, with kids so yes. they know from experience. their own experience mm-hmm. how everything works and they just they just talk it's not a test you know you cannot fail it right but you know it's not just about okay let's talk about okay kids how do you want to do this how many kids mm-hmm. who will go to work what about babysitting? Okay, money. Mm-hmm. Who is better at money, and and so on, and Who's then you know, the sex, yeah. religion, extended family. Uh, you know, if you live with each other right now, you know, how would it, you know, change our married life? Mm-hmm. So, almost 200 statements. So it helps, but I would really encourage you know, couples who are dating not yet engaged mm-hmm. to do it. I mean, not this kind of stuff, but just talk. Just talk about Just talk, everything. talk, talk. I, I talked to my ex-girlfriend about like kids mm-hmm. and she was like, how many would you have? Mm-hmm. I said, just two. Boy and a girl. Really? That's it. Yeah. I, I've been always this guy like no more than two kids. And she's like, no, I want to have like six. I'm like what? I'm like, no, I'm not going to have six kids. <laughs> and she's like, yes, you will. I'm like, no. <laughs> and here I am today the people call me father and I have like hundreds, you know. But, <laughs> but no, that was that's but that's amazing. what happened. But no, yeah. this kind of you know, you can feel like now we have time. No. If you are serious.
1: Yeah, if you're serious talk. talk. Have the hard conversations.
0: I'll, I'm a priest, okay, I don't have kids, but like think about money as well. Well
1: yeah, you have to. If you
0: can do. afford it, people usually say, God will provide.
1: Uh,
0: yes. But like you have Something between your ears, okay? A like brain. So think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. But no, if, if, if it's God's will, uh, do it. Okay, what's your next?
1: So my last one, because I didn't think mm-hmm. of 10 different ones. My last one is take the leap. So don't sit and pray and then do nothing about it. Like you have to do something. If you are serious about dating, serious about marriage, get out there and do it. Start dating, start saying yes, start meeting people. So real quick story. Riley and I met at gathering at the Grotto. And when like friends in the church ask how we met, we tell them that. Like I just walked up to him and introduced myself. And some people will be like, oh, that's the dream. And I'm like, what? It's just do it. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I, don't look at me. Like, I don't know. You just did
0: something impossible.
1: Right, exactly. That is not impossible. I simply walked up to a man and introduced myself. Like, it's so simple. Don't overthink it, ladies. Get out there.
0: I know. I just feel like
1: both sides. Here at Lourdes
0: in Denver, it's a good parish, guys and girls. It's a great parish. We have so many beautiful women, uh, which is awesome. And they... Yeah, we have a lot of, like, single girls here. Oh, yeah. And they want to get married because I can tell you, guys, that's what I hear a lot from Mm -hmm. them. So come to our events and Mm -hmm. just, if you see the girl, you know, physically, you like her, just come. There is, I used to, when I used to date more than 10 years ago, you would would have this kind of approach. Like, oh, she's out of my league.
1: No, don't have that.
0: Yeah, so I said, no, just...
1: Take the risk. Take you the never risk. know. And what's the worst that can happen? She can say no. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Or he can say no. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Yeah. Okay, maybe last one from me. Okay, yeah. That's the last one. Again, I'm basing, uh, uh, I'm saying actually, what uh, everything uh, based on this, on this website. She says, uh, "Do not endlessly discern your relationship." What does that mean? Like you know, don't date like forever. What? what I would say...
1: <laughs> I need you to elaborate. I don't know what you're saying.
0: My rule is... Mm-hmm. People ask me about this here at Lertz. If you start dating, mm-hmm. I would say give yourself as a couple at least a year to date. Mm. You know, one calendar year so you can go all through all the holidays and, you know, summer and winter. And I think a year should give you a... Kind of clarity, if that's the one. If you are serious, if you pray about it, uh, you do what we just said. That's really you funny. put God first. Okay. A year should be enough. Can be less. You know, in my parents' I was case, just, it was less than a year.
1: Yeah, and I know a lot of married couples. I know that you know knew at six months or seven months.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say the older you are, mm-hmm. the quicker it gets to to make a decision. Mm. You're, if you are like you're 21, right? Like take you, it slowly. You, yeah, you still have a lot. of If you are to do. close to your thirties, <laughs> 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 you- why are you laughing?
1: <laughs> yes, I turned 29.
0: Oh no! In my
1: three months. Don't Oh, say, oh I'm so no. sorry. Do I had no. I no. No, get but that's my experience. When people
0: get to their thirties, uh-huh. they they are more serious about dating. I would say my, my, my rule is, so it's not like written in stone, a year is enough. Mm-hmm. After a year, you should basically know.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I agree. still like I don't I agree. Know. So That's... here's, I'm really glad you said that because I was asked this the other day and I just like didn't know how to answer it. And I've been thinking about it a lot lately, but so I'm going to ask you for your opinion. So how do you know when it's a good time to start talking about marriage? I would say...
0: It it depends. It doesn't. I cannot say like oh you know well, yeah. six months, eight months. But There's the point is like there are like stones. stages. Yeah. So first stage is when you just fall in love with. Uh-huh. Give yourself time so emotions can just settle. Uh huh. Then I would say you need to start uh, arguing. <laughs> in a healthy way again. Yeah. About even stupid stuff, but it needs to happen.
1: <laughs> I love this.
0: And so it dep- it can take you know I don't know like. What like the first stage, like a month or two, mm-hmm. then you know maybe you start arguing. Finally, you will start seeing like faults of this person. Mm-hmm. Like you see, you can name things that you don't like what mm-hmm. he or she does mm-hmm. should happen uh, because it 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 tells you like oh yeah finally I I start seeing like reality. Yeah, you're not up in the clouds. Yes, and then if I would say if this one this stage happens. Mm-hmm would be a good time to start talking about serious stuff. Uh, and you know, uh, you need to meet his family, he needs to meet your family. Yeah. So it needs to happen. So I would I would say, I don't know, after like six months probably it should be, you know, good to to do it. Spend some time, get know this person better and better. And then, you know, engage engagement itself is actually the time when you say I want to do this. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Now you start marriage prep. But it's just like what? Like eight months here in Denver. The third days of Denver requires eight months of marriage prep at least. Mm-hmm. But you have to talk about this stuff before. Yeah. So when he asks you, will you marry me? Like, um, I don't know. Let me think. No, you say yes or no. It's like, I cannot give you the the timeline the point is you feel it so can be like after a month that's totally fine but But in my mind i would need like and that's why i think people should really wait Uh at least a year 365 days Mm -hmm. okay and then i should know i think you should know if he is my husband Mm -hmm. you can think about it before and talk about serious stuff but give yourself a year Okay. Yeah. I That's what that. the, I did cuz I was dating with my ex uh-huh. for a year and a half when we uh when we broke up. But after a year, mm-hmm. I was like, yep, yeah, I want I want to get married with this girl. What? Yeah. I was 20 22. Oh, but you were a baby. 22, call it. And she left for Spain. Uh-huh. And for a semester so I was like January mm-hmm. I'm like when she's back in June I will propose And what happened we broke up two months later
1: why you well, or her
0: the, her uh, she she did yeah
1: why did she realize how much of a nerd you were
0: <laughs> kind of uh, <laughs> many many stuff but yeah but the thing it the thing was uh, it happened one of them was I I was praying to God so that he's the only one who knew that i said i still have this kind of thoughts about priesthood but i'm not sure so mm. if you want me to become a priest you have to do it uh, i'm not breaking up with this girl uh, so two months later it happened Wow! i was the sign kind of like wow.
1: that's awesome yeah wow that's cool
0: but i i, I had this rule and i applied to my life mm-hmm. and got intervened but that's what happened
1: wow all right. Any last-minute uh, dating advice?
0: Any last-minute? There is no last-minute advice. Well, okay, that's true. Be serious. Put God first, right?
1: Yeah. Amen to that.
0: And be amen, cor- be courageous. Just if you like someone, just approach him or her and like, grab a coffee or whatever. And if you're Catholic, date someone who is Catholic. Yes. It and just if you're help. not
1: Catholic, become Catholic. Then date someone who's Catholic.
0: Yes, someone who practices. Okay, yes. not like uh, non-practicing. No, because that's not gonna work. No, well. it's
1: not. It's not. All right.
0: Uh, okay, dating. That's a huge topic. Okay, we don't have of course, uh, enough time to talk about everything, but I think we just covered the basics.
1: That's just our opinion, you know, as a person who is not married and a priest. <laughs> priest Your... who is out of business and... for the last ten years. Yeah. You're welcome. Take it with a grain of salt.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Ask your parents how they were dating.
1: Actually, that's my last advice, if I had any to give. Go talk to married couples who have been married longer than 20 years. I have so many people in mind when I think of that, like so many incredible married couples, and they have done amazing things in my life, more than they know, just by watching them, like how I date.
0: Yeah. And ask for some advice, like last weekend we were at the wedding of Andrew Beach, Mm -hmm. or one of the principals here at Lourdes. And his dad is a Christian pastor. So he was allowed to give like a short sermon at the Uh end of the mass. Uh And he said, I have a few advices for you. And one of them is, the first one is, because I've been married for 40 years. Wow. And the first advice is, The first 40 years are really difficult, then it gets better. (laughs) So, I don't know, ask your parents, people who have been married for a long time, uh, what they think. Because again, uh, like we always say from the church perspective, marriage is a slow crucifixion. When you look at the crucifix, that's what you're supposed to do for your spouse. Sacrifice. Mm.
1: That's beautiful, actually.
0: Marriage doesn't mean that it's going to be always sweet. Well, no. Yeah, and the hard. sooner you realize, the better. Yeah. So be serious. Put God first, and he will show you the one, the one, the future spouse. Do it. Be courageous with God's help. It's possible to find your spouse. All right. I really Any shout-outs?
1: I really want this piece of candy, so let me open this, and then we can do shout-outs. All right. You got any shout outs F dubs? <laughs> Father dude.
0: <laughs> Father dude. <laughs> uh-huh. Wait. Oh, that's December 28th, right? Mm-hmm. When it's, it's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to shout out. She's listening to it, uh, Grecia, Grecia Sanchez. Oh, yeah. uh, she's getting married in two days. Uh, she was, she was looking for a, for a husband, uh, for quite some time. Finally, it's happening in two days. Woo-hoo! And I'm attending the the wedding at the Queen of Peace in Aurora. Uh, it's going to be good. Uh, it's just the beginning. Marriage is just the beginning.
1: Just the beginning to an end.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any shout-outs? She's always eating <laughs> and drinking.
1: I almost spit my water out because you said I was always eating. Um, well,
0: the point is we should roast each other. I know. Yeah. That was funny. And people. <laughs>
1: yeah. Nah, just each other. People might oh. get offended. Who's my shout-out?
0: Maybe a boyfriend.
1: No. You say this after every episode. <laughs> <laughs> every, and you why? say, no, Stephanie." Sheesh. I'm going to shout-out my... Man, I Duh. suck at shout-outs. I want to shout-out the Stefanics, mm-hmm. the Socorras, the Keatings, and... Um, the Rikert's I feel like those four married couples are just wonderful I'm in great communion with them and I love seeing their life with their spouse and their families and I know they love me and they're watching out for me and they can't wait till the day comes that I get married Wow! and I feel like they'll help me so shout out to all of you couples I love you all so much you guys do more for me than you will ever know That was good. Thanks.
0: So thank you for listening.
1: Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're still tuned in, this was like the longest episode of all time. But um, if you're still tuned in, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Like, rate, review, subscribe, do all the things, and we will see you next week.
0: See you.